I say he's so sweet, cook I wanna lick the rapper. So I let her lick the rapper. She lick me like a lollipop. Good morning, beautiful people on this Thursday morning. What's good? I am your host, Imani Blair, and you are now tuned into Lick the Rapper Podcast, where I talk to all types of creatives and artists and people in the industry or just entrepreneurs in general and I like to pick their brain and I want to know about their sex lives so this is going to be no freaking different I have my good friend on the show this week named Maximilian Koger and his personality is out of this world so y'all will absolutely love him but before we get into the episode I have some major announcements I need to tell you motherfuckers this Sunday Valentine's Day, February 14th, 2021. <laughs> Why, God, can't I talk? Why, Lord, are, did you make me a podcaster and I can't get words out? February 14th, 2021 is going to be Valentine's Day. I am dropping my OnlyFans. Officially, the OnlyFans is going to have so much dope content. I got some hella sexy shit up in there, you know. I will be doing a weekly lingerie cooking show telling all the dirty little secrets of my personal life. On the podcast, I don't really get into my personal life that much telling stories about like how I lost my virginity or like the first time I got fingered or like um (laughs) when my ex-boyfriend's parents went through his phone and saw my naked body stories like that will be on the OnlyFans I would absolutely love y'all support so I hope y'all check out the OnlyFans once it's up I will add the link to the description so it'll be easy for you guys to just click it And it will be all good. I'm so excited for the OnlyFans content. And I'm going to be doing some bonus podcast episodes on there. I'm going to be putting as much video footage of the podcast up there as possible. So please, guys, come and support me. It would be absolutely amazing. Now, if you're listening to my voice, if you're listening to this podcast, if you are listening to my vagina, I need you to screenshot right now on your phone and post on social media and tag Lick the Rapper or Imani Blair and be like, yes, I'm listening to the podcast. It gets me so hyped when you guys... Like, put it on social media. It makes me feel so good. Because one thing about podcasting, you don't really know who's listening. We're just recording, and we see the numbers of, like, the downloads, but we don't get to see names. So I love when y'all tell me, like, oh, I'm listening. So, yeah, reach out. Take a screenshot. Let me know what's goody. Um, But with no further ado, y'all, let's get into this amazing episode with Maximilian Koger. Enjoy. First off, how are you? Oh, man, I am. I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm going to be honest with you. I've had a lot going on lately, like like you said, and it's been uh, it's been hard to uh, kind of balance all of it. And uh, definitely been taking some steps lately, some steps back, learning how to rest ever, you know, um, and it's been wild to deal with uh, trying to to because you can relate to this as someone with as with a like public appearance it is a lot it is draining it is you have to be the best most entertaining version of yourself but you know what like vast majority of your time i didn't realize 
I I saw it through you, but you know, this hasn't really happened for me until recently. Like Mm -hmm. I started live streaming about a week before Christmas. And that's when things Mm -hmm. really started escalating for me, which is amazing. But it's also extremely (laughs) exhausting. Dude, streaming is not for the faint of heart. (laughs) I had no idea. It looks easy. And that's why those who are good at it are good at it. You know, like that's why you're good at it. You know, it's like, oh, well, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Because you make it look easy, but it's very strenuous. It's just the mental work, I think, more than anything. Like, yeah, the technical stuff gets annoying, but like eventually you start mastering that. Um, And yeah, it's more of just like, you know, you get like an hour and a half into a stream and you're like, oh, God, my energy is already at like 50 percent of when we started. And it's like, you have to just keep that up. How many hours do you stream? so for this month, I have cut back and I am now only going to be streaming one day a week uh, okay. just for a bit because I was overwhelmed. But originally I was doing uh, Wednesday, uh, Friday and Sunday, uh, at least like one, an hour and a half or two hours each time. See, that's and, where uh, it doesn't I'm... sound like a lot to do like six hours a week, but <laughs> that's where I'm trying to be eventually, because right now I'm doing 40 hours a month. Mm. Right. Yeah, because I guess at that point I was only doing like 24 hours a month. Yeah. It's still no, but it's 40. It's It's Mm. when I first started, I was doing it that often. Well, because Uh, when you're first starting out, you kind of have to because that's how you build a fan base. You know, it's like, you know, I mean, you kind of have to be on there. And it's like the more you're Mm -hmm. on there, the more you're going to see. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a, and I started out streaming with a friend of mine, uh, Chris Trindade. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, so it was a lot easier to have like, oh, like some days I'm not oh, feeling yeah. like the most entertaining. So you let them kind of steer the energy for some parts of the show. And like yeah. you have that energy to work off of. But then eventually when he took a step back from streaming, it was just me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> um, no, it's a lot. I kind of uh, want to talk to you about because all of this is a lot. Right. And you are somebody that has really focused on growing your personal brand on top Mm -hmm. of your, you know, artistic and your theater and your acting and film and everything that you have going on. And it's like, I thought about this today because I had an audio job this morning and now Mm -hmm. I'm doing the podcast and then I have to Mm -hmm. stream tonight. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, I can't complain because this is what I want to be doing. But at the same time, it's a, it could be a lot, you know? <laughs> yeah, it just gets to a point where, yeah, you have to budget your energy. You really have to be like, oh, God. And you learn the hard way, like, because that's my thing. I That combined with, like, doing Patreon sort of stuff, because that's my main source of income is doing Patreon that's stuff. That's a whole um, other beast. It's a whole other ball game. Yeah. But, yeah, the worst days that I ever had uh, in terms of, like, overbooking myself, like, just because I was like, oh, God, I'm behind. And, like, I've got all this stuff to, to like, do and all this content to put out. Like, I would be, like... I would be like doing three different video calls, a two hour stream, then hopping directly onto like my microphone and like digital audio workspace yeah. setup and trying to like do a fully mixed cover for yeah. like the little two, like every Tuesday, put out yeah. a little like cover video thing that got just so overwhelming. But when you, when you throw yourself into the deep end like that, you kind of learn what exactly you can handle. So you start scaling right. back slowly, but surely to like still keep your community, but also 
have it sustainable for yourself but like especially yeah. me who had never I had never I never dived in like fully and professionally into social media until like I got this giant following out of nowhere um so yeah it's just it, it took me by surprise and it definitely took a <laughs> hey, few you are years so of famous like it is so <laughs> crazy is it super like fulfilling I don't okay so the 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 fame first there's off, I'm so the sorry reason... that we even I I didn't do your introduction anything. Let me oh. tell <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you're talking like we on the damn phone. Let's scale it back. Let's scale it back. All right. Yep. All right. Let's rewind. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking show. Hi. Oh my God. It's so good to be here. Maximilian is my friend in real fucking life. I'm so happy yes. that you're able to be here with me today oh my god i've been waiting it's been too long yes, since i've it been has. on the show a lot, I've been... <laughs> a lot has fucking changed um you have stepped up your fucking game let me tell you what your quality has gone through the roof now like you have well i'm gonna start i'll we i'll shower you in compliments <laughs> later i'll let you continue speaking <laughs> so this is my friend um maximilian we have Rocking known each other today, by the way period <laughs> how do you keep it so clean oh i feel like i have to oh, order new merch if you think i didn't throw it in the dryer right before i got on the stream you <laughs> i had to get those wrinkles out period period yes oh, man. we met how many years has it been now Four? we met i guess in 2016 right I'm it was so the bad winter of 2016 yeah i mean that sounds about right Yes, yeah, so right. we yeah. can talk about it now. Okay, so last time we you were on the podcast, I was still working at theme parks. And so I was afraid mm -hmm. to really talk about it because I was still employed. Oh, God, yeah. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to do all the details. It's just a little. No, I mean, we can do that. as many details as you want. I'm not planning on working at a theme park ever again. So. Right, right. <laughs> so okay. we, we won't met name names. Yeah, we don't have to name names. We met working at a theme park in Charlotte, North Carolina, and mm -hmm. um, we were both performers. Yes. And it was was that your first contract? That was my first contract. Um, no, it wasn't my first contract, but it was the first time that I was ever that specific contract. Like I've never been a singer dancer for something unless it was uh -huh. like I was in a musical that happened to evolve some dance. Like this was the first time it was like you are a dancer and a singer and i was like oh fuck yeah so i was already it was already stressed like going into that being like really? oh god i've really got to work hard as hell to make sure i'm not like the lemon of the cast you know but that's one thing about you you work very hard like you work yeah. extremely hard and i always feel like and you've been through a lot you've been told no a lot you've auditioned a lot like but I feel like that pushes you <laughs> to work harder because, and we've talked about it before, people with natural talent who get told yes all the time don't work your as delusion. hard. Yeah, you're, you're delusion. Yeah, they don't work as hard. You're delusional too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's exactly, because if you just get handed things, there's no reason for you to work. You're just right. like, oh, I'll just I'll just exist and oops. But hard I'll work just exist always and be beats me. talent if talent doesn't work hard, for sure. Well, that's, and that's my thing. And to me, a lot of talent is hard work. Like, yeah. you know, I think that, I think I've met a lot of people that have actually outshined people with more natural talent because they worked harder. Right. 
And I, I am the reason why I work so hard is because I'm constantly in that insecure headspace of like, I don't know if I'm that talented. So let right. me work really fucking right. hard to right. make up right. for it. Right, right, um, right, 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 right. It's like I've gotten much more. No, but that's you know, that's good. That, I think but, that's I, I know what you're saying. Like those negative thoughts aren't necessarily good, but the push to work hard mm -hmm. is really good, you know? Because even if I get a string of amazing things and stuff like that, I want someone to leave a set or leave whatever sort of professional right. thing that we're doing together being like that guy works his ass off right. and will do everything right. he can to be what the I want best him to that be. that he so. can possibly be, right. Yeah, for yes. sure, for yeah. sure. So before I introduced you, we had a whole conversation. I don't know if I'm gonna edit that in or what. By the way, before <laughs> we even get into this, I just left a restaurant that I fucking love in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. and they hired a slow bitch. Why do, why are adults incompetent? Girl, and this time too, if you're working in a restaurant, you can't be incompetent. Like you've like, anyone is dying for your job right now when because you're one of the few jobs that are still around. Right like, around the fucking corner. Usually we can be in and out in 45 minutes, you know, cause we know them. Like they're our homies. Like it's, it's right. family business. Like we're there all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. It's some new girl there that cannot get it together. And I'm confused. There's no reason I should be getting there at one and I'm scrambling still at 3.30 trying to leave. Mm, and she gonna I say, mean, we backed up in the kitchen. I feel like you forgot to put the order in. We backed <laughs> up. Oh, uh, let me speak from personal experience on that. As a server who has been <laughs> in hot water with like seven tables, that is exactly what I tell the tables. I'm like, oh my God, the kitchen is like so slow tonight. I'm so sorry. I don't know what, what's happening. <laughs> Because then they don't get mad at you and they still tip normally. Because if you take any responsibility, they're like, we're starting you at 10% and it's only going to get to go down from here. <laughs> so you got to lie. I always tip 20% no matter what. It's just something about mm -hmm. my morale. Like, I don't Absolutely. give a fuck. I always tip at least 20%. So, like, even then, we still tipped her good. Ooh, but I'm like, girl, you have to do better. I, I've only once ever dipped below 20% once <laughs> in my life. That's, that's a whole story. Okay. So <laughs> multiple years ago, we're at like, we're out for my boyfriend at the time's birthday. Mm -hmm. And uh, we are out like with a few of his friends. We've rented out like a little back room area and uh, we, we like get there, get settled in. We go to grab our first round of, round of drinks and I go <laughs> to the bar and like grab my, go to get drinks for me and my boyfriend. And uh, the, I like, like, you know, lean against the bar and this, the girl turns around and looks me dead in the face and is like, what? Mm. And I was like, and like, that's already the first red flag. So I was just like, hi, uh, to uh, gin and tonics, please. Thank you. And she was, and she said nothing, turned around, made the drinks, slid them across to me and was like, that'll be 20. And I was like, oh my God, can I start a tab? Uh, hey. I'd like to keep a tab up. And we got a few people back there, blah, blah, blah. And she just like grabbed, like snatched my card out of my hands. And then like went to go run it and was just, it was just like anything else. And I was like, nope. And then it continued and continued. Every time I went back for another round, she slid the drinks to me. The third time I went there, third time's a charm, bitch. Uh, third time I went for another round, she slid the drinks so hard at me that they spilled all over my shirt. Shut up. See, that's karma. That is that's really mm -hmm. bad karma for her. So what happened mm -hmm. after that? So I just, you know, I'm not the, I'm not the person to like make a whole scene no, and like, you're not. you know, drag See, that person right me. in the middle of a bar. But I did, I, <laughs> I felt like this is the most like aggressive I've ever been, but I literally, I, I tipped her 10% that night because <laughs> <laughs> like, 
you so oh, disrespectful. No. And again, I have never done that in my she, life. But I'm sorry. It, she, she didn't. Even, she wouldn't she did, have a tip. And let in me the res- see your manager. I'm, exactly. I'm, one, the response, I'm a white woman when it comes to um food or drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very when it comes to my food. I'm very much so a Karen. Um, excuse me. Oh my god. Speak to your manager. Excuse me. This ain't it. <laughs> excuse. When I'm um, paying my money, I need some type. I need something. Okay, the and the 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 cherry on top, which is why I knew I was doing ten percent because when the drinks got spilled on me, there was no sorry. Like <laughs> within three seconds of that happening, she pulled the little rag that was off of her, like on her like waist, like you know, like little bar rag or whatever, and she literally like tossed it at me, and said nothing, and then went to go take some more orders, and I was like. <laughs> holy shit yeah, you are horrible at this yes. holy shit yeah that's fucked up um and like everybody that, has that's bad the only days. other time i was just telling my boy yeah she clearly was going through it everybody has bad days but at the same time like in our profession we we can't have bad days so i feel like i always have to have a good day so bitch you have to have a good day i work hard for my money so i'm gonna need you to work hard for yours too I yes, feel like that's at the not- very least, show me a, show me that minimum respect. Like that girl was like making it out, like made it very clear yeah. that she wanted me to leave every single oh second that I was within her vicinity. I was just like, "Ooh, that's the worst thing I've ever had." Yeah, it's the only time I've ever go- gone but below twenty percent. But it's so stupid because what if you had been a fucking millionaire? And that's why, like, you can't like treat people any kind of way. You don't know who the fuck is trying the- to buy a drink. Right exactly. Now. I especially like there are some people that like make it so easy for you, actually. Like I remember when I was a server, there's this one guy that came in uh, and it was like a regular. He came in like every Wednesday with a business colleague for like a business lunch. It was every Wednesday at like 1 p.m. And he would always start with ordering Macallan Rare Cask, which is forty five dollars a pour. <laughs> He'd start with two of those for oh, one is for that each a of his shot? friends. Or no, it was just like a, a it's like a like it's a, like a scotch, it's like a sipper. Got sort it. Of, like, got thing. it. Got it. Um, and uh, so he did that. And then he would get his like, uh, I think it's like this like steak and goat cheese salad every mm. single time. And then he would get like a, bo- a glass of red wine to go with that. And that glass of red wine was 50 bucks a pour. Period. And every single time he would leave a $100 tip on Period. his $100 tab. Yes. Yeah. And it's so just you like. you look forward to him coming in. Yeah. And he's so easy. Like he's, right. the, he's the dream customer. He's like, give me my drinks and leave me the fuck alone. Right. Like right. that's all he wants. That's right. all. He, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but yeah, you never, you know, like again, it. That's the level of fame I want to be is where I can like go out and just like make a server's night one night and just yeah. be like, oh, here's a thousand dollars on my like you know it's fifty dollar tab just because. It's one coming. Day. Yeah, like yeah. take care of your kids. You know how servers always tell those right. sob stories. It's like, girl, pay off. <laughs> Imani, again, being a server, I knew so many servers that were unabashed with the stories that they would make the fuck up and I don't on the spot. Because times is fucking hard. Listen. No, I mean, like, it's not even during this time. It was like way back before COVID. It's like they, I remember there is this one server, I will not name her name. She <laughs> pretended to have three kids to support. And she had no kids whatsoever, but she would talk about her kids at a table <laughs> constantly to try to get more tips. And it worked. Listen. If you talk about your children and you support kids, oh, people what? pull out that guilt money. What? They pull out that guilt money like it's nothing. And all the waitress has to say is, and you know, I mean, I'm a single mom. Something, something, something. Once you instant, hear that, oh, Instant bitch. boost in your tip. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't blame oh, him because God. listen, now that I'm in an industry where my life depends on how much money other people decide to give me, I get it. I'm, I've never been so friendly and flirty in my, <laughs> when I say, oh my God, my life, you got gross dudes being like nice, thick ass. And you're like, why? Thank you. With oh my God. <laughs> I oh my God. Me? This, man, me? <laughs> this man cash apped me on the app that I use. You can like call uh -huh. in and talk to me if I choose. So for people to call in, they have to send me money. They have to give you some damn good money. Period. So this man cashed at me like 30 bucks last night to like talk for like 10 minutes. And he was Done. like, oh, he was like, you're, <laughs> he was like, you're so thick. He said exactly what you just said. He literally and he was in his car. Then I'm like, OK, who are you? Was he like driving or was he just like parked somewhere? Parked, which makes me okay. think your wife I, is probably neither in one house. is better. <laughs> right. But think about you're in your car sending money to woman on an app. <laughs> Like, think about this. <laughs> full flirt mode. Like, listen, if you want to send me 30 bucks every single night to talk to me for $10, I, Bitch, I got absolutely, you. I'm for there. 10 minutes, yes, I am there. <laughs> I'm there. Set that timer for 10 minutes. It's like, all right, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> oh, no, you and them timers. No, <laughs> let me shut up. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. First off, let's catch a breath. I think it's, like I said, it's amazing that for us to talk now, we have to like schedule it and like still be late even when we schedule it, like still struggle. You were texting me like, oh my God, I'm still at the restaurant. I was like, I'm still on my way home. Like, like I'm not what gonna you, be What did you do today? I was just hanging out with my friends, Connor and James. It's two people that we haven't seen in like months. Cool. It's just I, me and my roommate, we're like good friends with them. We just have not seen them in a while. So they yeah. like made like French toast and like bacon. Oh, that's and, so nice. Uh, yeah, it was nice. Um, so yeah, we were just hanging out there. And I also played like uh, that like virtual reality. Isn't like, it Oculus amazing? Thing. My little brother it's has so one. so much fun. I kind of no, want to so buy cool. one now. No, it's really cool. <laughs> it's also like a little like fun cardio thing. You don't realize that you're actually getting like a little exercise while you're doing it. It's like, it's I, cool. I might do it. I shouldn't yeah. do it. It's like such a frivolous purchase, but it was so fucking fun. <laughs> it's like sometimes we need to have fun. Um, yeah. yeah. So I noticed like on social media and stuff. Well, we talked about it on here before I did the reintro. I feel like we remember last time on the I forgot to press record and we recorded for like 20 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. Why is it when I'm talking? That's to why you, I can't get it together. No, literally, I, I as soon as we started this call, I was like, I wonder if we're going to talk a little bit and it'd be recording. And then I saw the recording thing at the top and I was like, oh, OK, here we are. <laughs> I try like, <laughs> to do it as soon as like even before the person comes in, I try to hit record because that was the first and only time that's ever happened to me. But I'm like, thank oh. God it was my friend and not like. So when you were like needing to, yeah. on the mic. <laughs> actually um she's sitting there like filing her nails like oh you decide to show up now <laughs> oh my god i need to watch that new movie but anyway that's a whole other talk <laughs> we can kind of get into it you haven't seen it yet but i not didn't, yet. i didn't enjoy it i wasn't a fan but people okay. who are into serious films and monologues see you're into that world so you might appreciate it more than me i'm more mm -hmm. here for the laughs and oh like, yeah you know like i don't like yeah. two people arguing for two hours in a movie that's <laughs> and that's that's like not my cup of tea you know 
that's okay. It's not for everyone. That's okay. Absolutely not. not. But she's brilliant as an actress. And the other guy was really good, too. And fine as fuck. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I don't know. She came off a little young to me. And I know that I know that she's young, but they didn't Mm -hmm. look right together. That's one thing that I've been hearing as far as backlash. People are like, oh, this age gap is weird. And I think it's hard, though, with Zendaya. It's like clearly she like is like in her like early mid 20s now. So it's like it's not inappropriate, but she's also only played teenagers it's before. Also so it, her body. it makes it weird. It's she also does, and not to she shame, looks but very young. She's so skinny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That like she mm-hmm. looks. Yeah, she looks like 16, 17. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I get that for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm curious. I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah, um, check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Okay, so yeah. let's get into. Oh, I was saying when, um, like on Twitter and things like that, you talk mm-hmm. about how you become really overwhelmed in your work, and it's hard for you to keep up with friends and family and like regular mm-hmm. life shit. And like, I can, I can understand because when you're entertaining, you give everything to them. So like, by the everything. time you're done, yeah. you have nothing. You don't feel like talking, like. I don't even feel like talking in my real life after I'm done streaming and podcast. I don't want people ever. <laughs> Dead ass. Like, isn't that a shame? But that's how it goes. It, it is how it goes. I mean, I, I had a friend of mine uh, kind of conceptualize it, like kind of oversimplify a little bit, but like it, it fits. It's this concept of like the four burners. You've got your work, you've got your family, you've got your friendships, and you've got uh, like your self-care. And those are four burners. Oh, and that say last be, one is big. Self-care. You caring That's- about anything that you mentally need. Yeah. So you got four burners. They say to be successful, you need to turn off one at all times. So you can only have three going at once. And if they say to be very successful, you have to turn off two. Shut so, up. I never heard that, that something- but it makes so much sense. So say the four again for me. So it's work, family, friendships, and self-care. Work, family, friendships, and self-care. That's fucked up. It is fucked up, but that is exactly how it works. Because for me, personally, all the time, to me, it's work and friends. Those are like Mm. the only two that I ever usually care about. Mm. But then sometimes work feels like three burners sometimes. Because in my height of what I was doing in terms of like streaming three days a week, doing Patreon, as well as... um, you know, trying to be a full-time actor, trying to apply for things, submit for auditions constantly. Like it was three basically full jobs that I was doing. And then on top of that, trying to maintain any sort of friendships while I have like no mental spoons left to even talk about people like, and like give them any sort of advice because I'm not, I'm not a friend that's able to just sit there and I mean, I'm working on it, but I'm not usually a friend that's able to sit there and listen to a problem and not try to offer a solution for I'm you. like that too. I, but that brings I'm very, me joy. And I feel like you're like yeah. that. Too. I feel like that's what me and you have a lot in common. We're problem like solvers. Every time we talk to each other, we're pumping each other up. And we're yes. you know what I'm saying? Because because I know how important it is for me to do that. You know, mm-hmm. like I know, like like Am I making sense? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. It's the people that that have the like that have that like social media image of like, oh, they've got their shit together. They're so active. They've like created so much content and stuff like that. Those are the people you need to check in on the most because I guarantee you that they're feeling the most lonely out of anyone that you know. Mm. Um, and I feel like <clears throat> this might get deep, but <clears throat> I do feel like because I'm so bubble bubbly um, publicly. 
that people that are close to me sometimes just assume that I'm good. Like I'll talk to a friend oh, and, yeah. and they'll say things like, I see you doing great. And I want to be like, what you like, just cause I'm like looking good on social media doesn't mean I'm doing great. And I don't really like no. that. Like, I don't like that yeah. concept. You know, like it doesn't matter what I'm doing on the internet. That doesn't mean I'm really doing great as a human being, as my friend. Exactly. There's like three words that I put in like my bio of my Instagram. It's like empathy, authenticity, and drive, because it's really important to me, especially on social media, to try to obviously like it's a highlight reel for the most part, but like really trying to be as authentic and also showing like the darkness and like that's why i'll hop up on twitter and be like hi i'm fucking miserable right now by the way um yeah. and yeah i actually uh when i made the decision this past like week i guess um of saying like i'm only streaming once a week and i need like a little bit of time off um i felt so much guilt <laughs> like the next no but day, your fans your fans, they go really hard for you, which is amazing. But yeah, I understand really how do. it could be pressure because you do want to satisfy them. You do want them to feel good about supporting you, you know? Absolutely. And yeah. it's like, and I actually, ha uh, you know, because on my Patreon, the, the top tier, the $25 tier is like, they have a video call with me. Mm. And I, I advertise it as like 10 to 15 minute call, but I always end up on the phone with these people for because 45 you, you minutes to an hour. you probably fuck with them for real. Like you probably like A them. lot of them, yeah. I feel like yeah. actually like, oh, if we were closer, then like maybe we would actually out. like hang out more. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because, and that's another hard thing too. Is like having like online friends too. It's like cool. I'm re I really like you. You live in fucking Scotland, like yeah. <laughs> you know shit yeah. like that. But that's um, what's really cool about what we do is that like building a building fan a base and building a yeah. network. You realize y'all like me because you are like me. And I think about people I yes. really like. They're like me. You know what I'm saying? Like they absolutely. They, it's it's just interesting how the world does that, and it makes sense. I mean, duh. Yeah. You know? And you know, it's so it's so weird because I have the, I have the skills about like being exactly who I am and like presenting myself exactly how I'm feeling because lots of times that's really like much more chill and like kind of exhausted and like. Um, the numbers don't lie though. When you're a streamer and you come on exhausted, your viewers go down. Like that is how it works. You, numbers do not lie. People no. can say like, oh, come as you are, we support you. <laughs> but if you're fucking, but if you're fucking boring but, and a sad sack oh while streaming, they're God. gonna not view you anymore. Oh and I don't blame God. them. That's not me like- It's not yeah. their fault because guess what? Internet content, there's so much content that- They're choosing to spend like, two hours oh, with me. Oh, Max <laughs> like, you. And I promise you, the other night I was so tired, but I had to get my couple hours in. My hip, I have old woman hips. And I think it's because oh, I Oh, what you tell me? I just started chiropractic work these past three months, girl. <laughs> I'm not fucking around anymore with my stiff ass. <laughs> anyway, You're too young for this. But um, my hip- I'm 27 and I need a chiropractor. Like, what is wrong? <laughs> no, seriously. No, this is- Because I'm in this chair. We're in these chairs for fucking- Or on your couch for fucking, what? Eight oh, hours oh, a damn day? Working, like working, hunched over. Oh, hunched, it's just yep. bad. It's really bad. I need to get one of those standing desks. I don't know. I don't know if I could even make it at this point. Max, like, like, I think I'm like throwing in the towel. <laughs> He said, fuck the desk. We ain't doing no, this shit anymore. No, but I was saying the other night, usually I'm on my stream, like doing TikTok dances. You know, I'm going mm -hmm. all in because that's- You're really having a that's ball. That's what people yeah. want to see. They want to see me perform. Right. 
But some uh-huh. nights, <laughs> she ain't got it. So some, some nights, nights we got to sit on the couch and really have some deep talks. We're just going right to sit here and talk. And we had a deep conversation. But you're right. It People don't really want to hear. Unless, like, you have your few that just love you and they don't give a fuck. They'll sit there. Through I do have some, like, straight up ride or dies that are there yeah, no matter what. Right. Like, That's I'll be, different. Yeah, mm-hmm, you could be asleep yeah. and they'll be sitting there. I'm talking about the, you know, you know what I'm saying. The All the oh, extras, yeah. the big monies, like. Yeah. You know, and it's so funny, too, though, because, like, I feel like, um, you know, I say that, but then there's this exception. Like, whenever I had this, like, I, I did a stream basically to announce that I was going to be cutting back. And, like, I wanted to, like, be very open and upfront on my Twitch channel to, like, all these people and, like, tell them why I'm stepping back in such a major way. Because I cut two-thirds of my presence. Um Excuse me. I cut two thirds of my presence and I felt so guilty about it. And I was just like, guys, I'm exhausted all of the time. Like I yeah. sleep 10 hours a night. I wake up and I feel like I'd never hit the fucking like bed. And, and it can like, get depressing. Like if you don't catch it, if you don't catch it, like it, it, it can get depressing. And, and that's in. Go yeah, ahead. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, go I ahead. was just going to say that same workhorse energy that keeps us motivated and keeps us working all the time can also drive us into our own graves because yeah. we don't know how to stop. And we feel like if we do stop, then we're letting people down or that our, or, or that our rise up, like at the incline we'll that we're seeing with our hard yeah. work, it'll yeah plateau or start descending. Um, and, you know, especially during this past, like, you know, this past few months like patreon has been what has paid my bills what has kept speak my lights on, on like speak on it um, period the so lights like, is on the lights are on the we, got, lights, we got color bulbs we got color bulbs. <laughs> you see this the lights light, are on we got the lights are on okay be clear we got these two little yep mm-hmm. yeah i just this want power is on. listening the lights we got are hot on. water we got <laughs> we have hot like, water it's so important to practice gratitude because sometimes we can forget. Sometimes it does get hard and it gets overwhelming. But if you don't practice gratitude the same way the universe gave it to you, the universe will take it the fuck away. So it's like absolutely, you know, you got to be like, OK, mm-hmm. I'm grateful. I'm and, and and I use if I start off the day with gratitude and say everything I'm grateful for. My day usually goes better, you know, like it puts things it into perspective. Mm-hmm. Like it is always usually better when you like start with that mindset. And also, yeah. uh, I remember in college, I, like it was this one thing that was like a trend or whatever, but it's like it should just be like a lifestyle. People were talking about like the one day of no complaining. Like it was like a whole like you you like national day where you you cannot vocally say anything negative at all about what you're what is happening in your life. Anyone around you like you just you have to if you're going to vocalize something it has to you have to redirect the energy in some way or just stay fucking quiet and it is amazing how much your world shifts that way wow. when you 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 base it it forces you to choose your battles it forces you to choose what to be upset about and right. invest your energy into because, because uh, with how busy we are you we have to budget everything that we do in our lives in terms of energy yes yes because we give so much of ourselves that we have to be you and I are like, I need to be 100% there or I'm not fucking showing up. 
or I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I fucking will cancel streams if I'm like, no, oh, I'm not I, like, I can't, can't do it. Nope. <laughs> but I like that. <laughs> I like, and I, and I choose, I want to be this way too. And I might've learned this from you, but you're just so authentic and transparent with your audience. And like, mm. that's how I am now a little too, maybe too transparent. Maybe it, too it gets transparent dicey. because it gets dicey sometimes. <laughs> let's get into it, right? Let's get into mm -hmm. it because mm -hmm. in the internet world where we can make money from the internet, that people choose to support us, you want to show your gratitude and you want them to know that you appreciate it. But at the same time, I have made um and we might have to take this out, depending on where this conversation go between me and you. But yeah, you know, I'm, <laughs> but, he I'm here. I knew what show I was coming on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back, back, back. <laughs> but I've made a supporter a friend and that wasn't a smart move. And so I'm just saying, like, that's also something I'm having to learn now that I have, you know, um, a small fan base. It's just to learn to line with my relationship with them. Does that make sense? Oh, it absolutely makes sense. I was just talking to uh, two of my like Patreon members. I do video calls with about this. They, they are definitely two people that I would consider like ride or die, like supporters of mine. Excuse me, <laughs> drinking sparkling water. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, they're two ride or die supporters. They're like the people that show up to my streams all the time. And they're also the people that just like donate out of nowhere, like are just yeah, like, yeah. oh, I got paid today. So here's some. And I'm like, you're so fucking nice. Like, what the fuck? Yo, and it's like, period. I won't have even done anything. It's period. like people, if you are authentic and you are likable and you are honest about who you are with your platform, you're going to good. attract that same energy right. to other people. And people, right. especially in this age of like everything on social media and everything presence wise being so filtered and golden and beautiful, it is like it is so rare to have someone be like hi i'm fucking miserable today should we talk about that like <laughs> right um, right when no one breaks that like no one breaks that not no one but a lot of people don't break that facade which is fine it's the new it's age of entertainment though and i feel like reality tv really started that like when people mm -hmm. started liking people for just being them you know like oh it just, absolutely it, it, it started yeah. a whole different a whole different thing but yeah no like i was saying um that relationship is really important and you have to know how to steer that relationship because it right. can because it can get to be a lot because they were like you know and they're very sweet people but they've asked me like point blank like hey what boundaries do you need to put in place for me because it's like they we're in this weird limbo where it's like, you're a supporter of mine. They know they don't want to cross a specific line with you and make you feel like you like uh, owe them something. Because like, to me, and this sounds very selfish, but selfish isn't a bad thing a lot of times. It just makes come you a on. lot more self-aware. Let's be, oh, come on. This is why this is my friend. <laughs> I just, you have, being selfish is we fucking encouraged. <laughs> fucking we put stigmas on shit that's actually what you're supposed to be fucking doing. Yes, you're Absolutely. supposed to be selfish. It's for yourself. Yes. You, you deserve that same care that right. you fucking like, you put this monumental weight of how you treat other people on your shoulders. Why don't you give yourself that same consideration? Like, come on. You've gotta. It's fucking essential. I mean, yeah. But what were you were saying? Something good. Yeah, I was just saying they were just like, you, "We do we need to set boundaries or whatever?" And, and it's just like, 
so in the terms of being selfish, what I was saying is that I have to keep some sort of wall up, even with those people, because to me, if I invest and say, yes, we are friends now, then there is an expectation on your end for my presence in your life. And with how busy I am right now and how limited my energy is, I don't want to take on more friends. Like I, I don't, or it's not that I don't want to, it's like, I don't have the energy but you, to give you, but a you new are, friend. You're feeling guilty because you can't even be friends to the friends you have. Exactly. So it's like, how it's can like, I take on more? And it's not offensive. Like it's no, you know, it's just like I know what I can't give you. So I'm not going to Beyonce I'm not gonna... is not my friend. <laughs> and I have <laughs> spent more money on Beyonce than I promise you anyone has ever. When I Maximilian, when I tell if I, I was just you, listening to her on the way home. <laughs> Beyonce tickets ain't cheap. I didn't been to a few concerts. Okay. So I'm gonna leave that where it's at. It's a whole you know? ex it's a whole experience. Oh. You're not going to a concert. You're going oh. to a fucking experience, baby. She oh, gives you life a show and then some. Life yeah. Changing. Like you're gonna be thinking about those memories for the rest of your life. You're gonna be like, yeah. oh shit, remember that time we saw fucking Beyonce kill it? Because yeah, yeah. She's incredible. <laughs> she's everything. Like she's she, everything. She yes. never misses. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. So that's what I was um just like, yeah, that bounce. So that's something I'm learning now. So it's like I love that I have someone like you who you've been there before. So I can talk mm -hmm. to you and you give me advice or like, you know what I'm saying? Help me kind of manage it absolutely. because it, it it it's a bit much. It's a bit much. And I feel like there's always something. That's the nerve wracking part. There's always something I could be doing. Even oh, absolutely. Oh, you know, like, <laughs> and I know it's like that for everybody, but for, I feel like artists, it's even more intense because when your world is content, like when your world is auditions, when your world is writing raps and it takes you hours to write raps and I need to be in the studio, but I need to be on live stream. But how can I talk to these people on my live stream when I'm in the studio? And who am I going to have on the fucking podcast this week? And did I send them the email? And oh, my God, am I free? Do I have to go work at the church? Mom, have I eaten today? <laughs> have I had a meal today? Have I had a meal <laughs> like... Uh, have I in any way considered any of my friends whatsoever? Did I double book myself with some friends? Did I uh, have I not talked to my family within the past like two weeks? Like, and my my family crushing. is amazing and so supportive. But like mm -hmm. I have the my family's very tight knit, very very very, mm -hmm. and we all support each other very hard. I love that. With that being said, we speak every single day. And I love them, and I will always speak to them every single day. Someday. But you sometimes <laughs> wish you could have a break. You want a break yeah. sometimes. You want a break. Like, and I and I love them, and I love them. I like. I just want to make that clear. I love. Oh, of course, them. yeah. No, no one's doubting that at all. And my dad is so. They're amazing. Both of them are incredible. But sometimes I just want to text them, like, please, I don't. I just want to be left alone. <laughs> Please. But you know, if you don't re reply, they're going to be like, where the fuck you at? And then where if the I say I want to be left alone, their feelings would be hurt. And I understand because exactly. if I called one of them and they said I want to be left alone, I'd be like, what? Who are you talking to? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Right. So, I feel like I'm nobody. <laughs> right. So like for how you said, you said the four is work, family, friends, and self-care. I will never forget mm. that. 
<laughs> for me, for me, it's always work and family. Friends and self-care for me is literally non-existent. Oh, self-care is literally like, to me, self-care is like the ninth burner. Self-care, <laughs> yeah, that's not a thing. That's not a thing. And it I sucks, only, like literally. I only do, I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. Go ahead. No, you are totally fine, babe. This is your show. You keep talking, know, I'm not offended. I am not offended. <laughs> you know what happens with Zoom? Like mm -hmm. we can't, like the timing is like a second off, right? Because mm -hmm. in real life, I would be able to see your expressions and know that you're about to respond. But in Zoom, right, right. it's like a second. <laughs> so I'm going in and then I'm like. You're like ah. waiting. Oh, can I keep going? Yeah, yeah, I totally get it. <laughs> you're all good. <laughs> oh. Um, no, uh, those boundaries that you were talking about, I had a little more to speak on for that. So like one of my favorite parts about having this platform and especially the platform that my like my platform it was built off of a community mostly w falling within the LGBTQ plus spectrum which i love um, yeah and i yeah i love that that that's one of the biggest parts of fame to me that is so special to me is knowing that i through my work and through my presence and through my honesty with who i am i have inspired people like i've gotten dozens and dozens and dozens of messages of people talking about how they've like seen Detroit evolution and like it helped them come out and discover that like they were asexual or like yeah. they were bisexual or like yeah. some people like all across the spectrum yeah. like have really resonated with how I conduct myself and just like being an, an honest unapologetic queer presence yeah and that part I love that's great however there's also the dicey part of having people come into my dms and expect me to like be a save therapist. their life right yes right. literally save their life right. sometimes people are like i have right. been like like yeah considering right. suicide like right. talking about like they don't feel like they have anything to live for and, and that's like, that's you're the only quote unquote you're the only person i could feel comfortable coming forward to it's like I have never spoken to you in my life. Yeah. I don't even know your name. Like, yeah. I can't help you. I am not qualified for that shit. Yeah. And this is a, if for anyone out there that reaches out to like some, any of like any public figure out there in any way, putting those expectations, especially, and I do not like the ones where people comment on like, you know, celebrities things being like, hi, here's my cash app. I want money. <laughs> like stuff like that. I'm like, come on, like chill. <laughs> Like, oh, you know get your bag somewhere up? else. What's get your up <laughs> is when even celebrities will cash app, like just being nice, they'll send a cash app, and then people uh -huh. start doing requests. If they get their cash app name, they then that is you're setting so a precedent. Rude. You're you're setting a precedent, and then some people get rude. their feelings hurt because they didn't get a cash app. <laughs> it, it's, that's why you can't do any of that shit because then you you are creating well, that expectation for Imani other people. Blair is literally selling ass on live it right now for money i'm about to start a only fans is dropping valentine's weekend actually this episode will be dropping around the same time so don't ask me for a cash app because i ain't got it because listen <laughs> <I'm> gonna... <laughs> i say all that i say all that to say god bless but i'm out here selling my ass for cash so girl you you got the wrong bank account you got the wrong bank account oh my like, god we're at an 
an age where really we have to invest not like in our career. Like you want you want to move, you know, once COVID is up, I'm sure you want to go to a bigger city. You want to go oh, yeah. have Atlanta, auditions New York, all the something. time. Yep. You've mm-hmm. already built an amazing fan base. So, you know, you're already like getting yourself geared up. So really you have to save money. Like you can't be out here cash apping people $1,500, $1,800. I can't be cash apping people $5. I can't be cash apping anyone, anything like y'all. I got a social media presence and I got this camera and I got this like, you know, computer and shit like that. But you know what? Y'all, pay for that? I got that. Unemployment. <laughs> Unemployment. Can we speak? Speak on unemployment one time for the motherfucking one time. Maximilian. I hope there's a single person that works for unemployment in this audience right now. Listen to this podcast. I've got some words for you. Me and Maximilian have had many of conversations. Oh, I'm getting stressed and heated already just thinking about it. About this motherfucking unemployment and this motherfucking mm-hmm. government, because y'all are trash as a motherfucker. Trash. I don't give a fuck who the president is. I really don't fuck like it. I'm glad it's not, not Donald Trump. Bit. I'm happy as fuck that Donald Trump is not the president. Let's but be let's very be clear, clear about that. I yep. still don't put anything past those motherfuckers. I don't. I really no. don't. Oh my God. I mean, fucking. Uh, so my personal experience, which Amani like coached me through and shit like that. And Amani has had her own fucking shit with unemployment. <laughs> Y'all, for everyone listening right now and watching, I waited eight months for a dime from unemployment. Eight months. And my last, the reason why I was unemployed is because my theater straight up closed down because of COVID. Like it was the clearest reason ever. And one of the listed reasons, eight months. You know what happened? That was the worst I was mentally ever. Yeah, no, you were going through it. But honest, okay, let's speak about that because you were going through it really bad, Maximine. I remember that shit. And I I was praying for you very hard during that time. I appreciate um, you. But I feel like that built you and that shit made you so strong. And I spoke about, I always speak about that. The hardest times in your life, the hardest is what's, it's what's going to make you your million. You see Absolutely. what I'm saying? Because, that's because now when- I know I can handle fucking anything. You there push, is nothing you that's going to take my ass down now. And yes, you were tired. <laughs> yes, you were overwhelmed. Yes, it was hard, but you had no fucking choice. What were you going to do? Be homeless? You live to- with my parents? Fuck right. no. Fuck right. no. <laughs> Absolutely right. not. So I just feel like Mm-mm. I feel like God makes you uncomfortable as fuck. So mm-hmm. to take you to the next level, you know what I'm saying? You definitely like, did that. You definitely you did that. <laughs> Absolutely. I and I believe it. That happened to me when I lived in Atlanta. I was broke as fuck. When I tell you I could not pay my fucking bills. But like that shit made me a woman. Like I can, the, like I said, now I can do anything. Like, yeah, fuck. I mean, that, yeah, that experience, like, yeah, it completely shaped me. Like as a human who, the person that I am today. And one thing that is an invaluable skill that does not get taught in schools and cannot be taught in schools is resilience, bitch. And especially as a creator, as an artist in any way, shape or form, you have to get used to the word no, like it is breathing air. Like you have to just, it's just in and out, bitch. Like you you process that no and then you let that the fuck go. I'm okay okay with the no 
I'm okay. I promise you, I'm fine with the no. It's the maybe for me. It's the I'm gonna call you. It's the no response. It's the no. I I would prefer no response, but just don't lie. And I think the music industry and theater is very, very different because you're talking about theater is more cut and dry. Theater is either we're interested or we're not. Period. You either got the role or you didn't. Where the industry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say with theater and now film, which I feel like film has been more of my like, because theater is not a thing anymore for now. Uh, (laughs) Just fucking gone. Don't say that. Don't Um, say that. It's coming back. Yeah. I mean, just for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Between theater and film, though, like that's the problem is like the no response is like it really is something that I have come more to peace with. But like that is the thing that takes the most time to get used to, in my opinion, like as a performer is just like being okay with being like i am really confident in this work that i just put together yeah out it goes and it's out of my fucking mind and where's the next project you remember when we were in um on our contract in charlotte and like once it kind of it was getting to the end and everybody's kind of like what are you going to do next you know so you hear people in your cast they're booking jobs you know like one girl in mine sarah shout out sarah she was going on a cruise do you remember i had auditioned for that cruise for the tina turner role i didn't get it like you know it's like it was just like a lot so I remember Mm. at one point we were just like sending each other auditions every day you were self-taping you were just sitting there biting your fucking fingernails oh my god broke 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 but you stayed (laughs) but you didn't give up and it came in a way that you didn't even know it would and that's what's so amazing about life you think it's gonna come one way and it comes in a whole different way you know yeah and that's why you know you talk about how like hard work is like the most important part like that's that's really it because the more you grind the more i mean statistically the more you're putting yourself out there the more auditions you throw out into the ether like you right. just have a higher right, chance right, of right. getting a yes. Like, right, right. And that's that's why the fucking thing. Go, um, even with music, um, my A&R has been on me heavy. He's like, Imani, I really need you to make music, like, often and a lot. He said, because the more you make, the more change. You know what I'm saying? He's the like, yeah, he was like, you make yeah. great music, but you can't drop an amazing song every three months. He's like, we need to be, like, really. And I'm like, okay, so when am I going to have time? Nobody's answering that fucking question. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, how am I going to make my bag, make music, keep up with my family, try to have friends in any way? It's all different things. It's all different pockets. Like, I I would say a fifth burner is fucking a relationship, too. You got that to deal with, too. You got that's another topic. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. You go ahead. You go ahead. (laughs) Interesting thing about, and I'm not going to say all relationships, but my relationship. Mm-hmm. We've been together so long that it falls into the family bag, really. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't Absolutely. feel like an extra. It's like it's just a it's a part, it's a part of my life. It's part right? of it. Right. Yeah, I yeah, get that. yeah. Like yeah, that's not that's not a an issue, you know? Yeah. 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 But I feel like if you're well, in a I, new relationship, amazing. if you're in a new relationship, though, that's a different dynamic. You know, you're yeah, still I've, like I've, that's yeah. something I'm navigating now. <laughs> I was seeing a guy this past, I was seeing a guy like for like about like six months ish sort of. And uh, like that didn't work out. He was like living, he lived in like Iowa. We like visited twice and like he wasn't feeling it. I felt he wasn't feeling it. I called him out. He was honest. We ended it amicably. And then this other guy, 
I kind of don't want to say his name because I don't want to jinx it. Of course it. not. No, kind of waltzed his way into my life and we've been hanging Period. out a little bit and hopefully that'll, hopefully that'll work out. So uh, do you I'm, want a relationship? Uh, absolutely. Aww, absolutely. Yeah. I have, Imani, you knew me through my whole <laughs> face. Oh, we go. Oh, oh. we go talk about. We go, <laughs> oh, this is a good transition. We gonna get into the whole phase. You know where you at now. I knew it was coming. We I... get into the whole phase because you are. A, oh, and I say are because that's who I know you as. And until I see something different, <laughs> that's who you are to me. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm going to, we're on, we're on your sex positive podcast. So we're going to, I'm just going to talk candidly and we're going to have some fun. (laughs) Okay. First off, me and you met, um, at orientation, our two cats had, or I remember it like it was Mm -hmm. yesterday. I remember what I was wearing. I remember the whole thing. Like (laughs) you were so bright and bubbly, so happy uh, back oh. when I had life in my eyes. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Continue. I am through. You are childish. <laughs> you were so, you were just so, you had a spirit of gold. Mind you, I had just came back from Atlanta. So that's when I got beat up real bad. Like, emotionally mentally spiritually Mm. and I was there for two years so I had just Mm. come back from that I hadn't seen a white person since I had graduated high school literally (laughs) 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 that's random that sounds random as fuck right it is random as fuck but like that's weirdly hilarious it's (laughs) so random and so I remember like you were just so sweet. I don't know, like something just really like connected me to you, but I didn't think much of it. I'm like, wow, this white boy is happy as fuck. You were so happy. <laughs> You're like, oh, look at him. Look at him go. He seems so happy. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like he's happy. And the same day, which is so ironic, Waylon, who was a mutual friend of ours. Waylon, I hope you are listening to this. Man, I gotta get boy. him on the podcast. I really you, do. He He's is killing a it. riot. He's he also a riot it. to have on something like this. He would <laughs> be so much fun. For I you. want him in person <laughs> though, because I don't. I think this might be his personality. I think might be too much for Zoom. Does that make sense? He he might not know how to pause and let you. This requires patience. <laughs> even me and you are struggling to do it. Seriously. Like we just it requires, get we just like, get very excited to it's talk. It's a patience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Waylon is my baby, but I want to do it in person with him. But oh, so the same day is when I met Waylon. So I remember I just met both of y'all the same day, which is so ironic. And had and which is so crazy. Maximilian's like, hi, I'm Maximilian. And y'all, he don't play about Maximilian. Don't call that man Max. Do not call me Max. <laughs> my mom did not add all those letters for nothing and honestly when you get to know i'm sure any of you've been watching or listening for like the first two or three minutes i feel like max just doesn't fit me anymore like it's just not <laughs> okay it's so just not who i am to call you that yeah i mean okay. i basically went by that all through college and stuff like that and it's like or all through uh high school well mostly college too um and it kind of just like took me like when i moved to Asheville. Um, after college and like really like standing in like the strength of who I felt myself to be at that time I was just like I 
it's on my birth certificate. Like that is my name. And, and like, it's an I awesome just, like, name. tried it on. It's, a, Thank it's you. an awesome name. <laughs> yes. Like it's original yeah. as hell. It's really catchy. Like it's an awesome That was more, name. that was, that was more the impetus too. I was like, I wanted to be, I, I think that that name really st- just stands out more. Like yeah, no one that's is an named, amazing name. At, I don't ha- share a name with really anyone. I don't that's, think so. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. But no. Okay. So yeah, that's how you introduced yourself to me. Long story short, fast forward. We both ended up living in a hotel, um, (laughs) for reasons we don't even have to speak about, but we both ended up living in a hotel, but we didn't know that we were literally roommates, literally like sweet mates. Like your hotel was like, we could open the door and be in your room. Okay, because yeah. when we first got transitioned to the hotel, I remember a few days later, you hear, oh, somebody in the other cast is on the, you know, you hear rumblings like, oh, that happened to the other cast, too. They're in the hotel, mm-hmm. too. But I didn't realize. And that spread we- quickly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we didn't realize that we were right next to each other. Next thing you know, Maximilian is getting some ass one night. And Waylon thinks how that happened. And Waylon thinks that he's catching an Uber, hops into my vehicle. <laughs> I'm looking at him crazy. He's looking at me crazy. Mind you, I knew who he was because I remembered him from orientation. You see what I'm saying? Right. Waylon yeah. didn't remember me, I guess. Now, how you don't remember the only black? Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> that's a whole other talk. <laughs> But that's Waylon's brain, though. That's his brain. You know, that's his brain. Very like, tunnel vision. Yeah. Very just in the He's in the in present at all yeah. times. He's in yep. his world. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And we're living in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we- <laughs> yes. Don't try to get shout out up. to Waylon. I hope he's shout doing out to so my well. Baby. Um, <laughs> you were in there. So so mind you, other than my first interaction with you, Maximilian. That is my next interaction with you. You feel me? So the I'm next thinking- impression you had was me hooking up with someone <laughs> in the room so right next I'm to you. I'm putting all the pieces together because the person you were hooking up with at that time, me and him were pretty cool. You know, like he was in mm-hmm. my past. Yep. So yep. me and him, he was cool. So yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now yep. he's telling me, yeah, um, you know, he's, he wanted to tell it. You know, somebody like fucks or like people like to. Kiss oh, they love kids. to fucking tell. Yeah. Love to talk all about their fuck their sex capades. Yep. <laughs> they all about it. So um, he's with he's telling you know, like with us, like, oh, you know, I didn't know y'all were living in the hotel. Like, you know, I was at the hotel. So, you know, we're like, OK, so what were you doing at the hotel? So it just all the pieces of the puzzle came together, like Waylon hopping in surely. my car. Long story short, you were a motherfucking hoe. And that's just where this ends. And one of your old hoes <laughs> still to this day will like like my pictures and comment on my picture. Somebody that we met down there, which is really funny. I'm going to need you. We'll, we'll I can bleep it out. I can I, bleep it out. <sighs> we're going to have to edit surprised. this part of the conversation out. No, we're just going to have to edit this part of this conversation oh, out. Okay. Just because yeah. we he... I, I don't know if he wa- watches this or if he will li- listen yeah, to this. No, and I'll take it I don't out. want him to get his feelings hurt or anything yeah. like that. We just like he wanted much more, and I was not. Oh, I into know that. that. Yeah, at I the time. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But um, I don't think that would hurt his feelings. That's normal. Like that's yeah. not like. And well, that's. I mean, that's like, honesty. And like you know, and I actually, feel like you really in, did like, and it wasn't like. Or maybe yeah. you just wanted to fuck. I don't know. You were horny as fuck, Maximilian. <laughs> Do you remember we? I went mean, out were to the is a, were is a strong assumption. <laughs> <laughs> went to Um, the club to the gay club and you made out with the guy (laughs) yeah you remember what i'm talking i was bold back then i was like so much fun i mean that's you know i was single and i was getting i was getting with single people let's be very clear about that i was not breaking any homes i was just and again i i fully think that everyone needs a hoe phase at least a little bit we need so? to figure out what sexually you, you know want. i've never had a whole phase i've never said that that's on this okay. podcast but that's when people okay. are like you need a whole phase i'm like i mean i don't know i don't feel like i'm missing out though but here's the thing i mean there are the exceptions like you where it's like mm-hmm. you find something and you're like fuck this is it great i'm happy yeah. done like and yeah. that's it's that simple sometimes yeah. so it's, it's not impossible but i just feel for me i i i value me going through that and like kind of sampling a little bit of everything and uh trying to see and it's more like sampling more than anything this sounds like sociopathic but like it's sampling personality traits that i'm I'm wondering whether those mesh with mine you know it's like literally learning what type of person i would like to be with as well Mm -hmm. and you don't to me i was like i'm only going to know this until or i'm not going to know this until i actually experience what it's like to be with this person so I would, yeah, have a little like stints with one person and like, you know, <laughs> yeah. granted, I was very, I would like to think that I was very honest about my intentions. I feel and, like, like you didn't do anything wrong. Like I literally yeah. was there the whole time. Like mm-hmm. I saw all the situations like you weren't, I don't feel like you were bullshit, you know, like you weren't. Yeah. You really yeah. were. You were fine. And like I said, it was so long ago. I don't think people would still feel no type of way. Oh yeah. I mean, it's been years and I'm, I'm very much a different person now. I mean, obviously I'm still, I'm still a very like sex positive person for sure. But like (laughs) I am, but I definitely have gotten to a phase now where I'm like, okay, I do know what I like. I do know what I want. I do know what I'm not going to fucking settle for. Right. And I want to leave myself open for the possibility of building a relationship. And especially like with stepping back from streaming, like that was a lot for that reason. Like I want, if I am going to actually immerse myself into a relationship, I have to have the spoons for that. So something self, had to go. That self-care. That's I, I it. consider that self-care, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. It's like, I want a relationship. Like I need to make time for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's like at the end of the day, like streaming, it's like, yeah, like you put more into it, you get a little more money out of it and stuff like that, but like what price do you put on your happiness is what mm-hmm. the question becomes. Yeah, that's so. real. Yeah, because you can, there's like, and everyone's like, oh, well, obviously, like with streaming, you should just like love what you do. And so it shouldn't feel like work. It is work. No matter how much you love something, it is work. With streaming, though, I realize you have your great nights where you feel great and you performing and you interacting and it's fast. Like, you know, it's going well. You got donations flying. You got like, yeah, 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 yeah. You got to sleep feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. You have some streams that you feel like shit and the money is reflecting it. 
absolutely the viewers get dip from like 45 viewers like fluidly or 50 people all the way down to like i remember i had a stream one time that was like my average viewers were like 16 or 17 yeah. that was like does no one give a fuck about me anymore yeah. and i was like uh, and i was like wait you just suck today yeah like as a streamer you okay. suck yeah, like yeah, yeah. Right, and that's right, fine right, you just right. don't have the spoons to be that a person yeah. today and it's just like but i still want to make some money and i still want to like interact in some little small way um so yeah but it just it kind of became a thing of like how much do you want to monetize every hobby that you have because video games was like a stress relief for me for a very long time oh. and then it and then it became oh. and then it became a job oh. so it like and just like singing too like you know i it's so funny to me like how the world has unfolded because like as much as i do love singing and i love creating music all the time it has i have a different relationship with it now like i feel like i'm better at doing it and i've gotten yeah better at like producing like vocals and stuff like that but like i still because it's so much of like my creation and my output and my identity i find myself I find myself with a little less joy in it and a little more responsibility, which ups the caliber in a different way. You have more expectation towards like, I want to be in, I want to improve my quality from last time, but it's not, it, it's more of a challenge that you give yourself as opposed to like, I am feeling inspired to do, do it this way. Like I am feeling creatively moved. It's like, no, we need to improve over time because that's how you continue growing followers. And that's how you can continue growing trust between you and your audience yes. like yes that reliability that trust is very is serious you know and like i think i was talking oh you were like i'm making money playing sims um we talked about <laughs> yeah so i think that's that lasted only a few streams because i realized i the sims is so mind absorbing for you me can't, i can't, you can't entertain, entertain. Like, i'm like I'm so like detail oriented. I love that shit. And it's like very much like a therapy for me to like design so those houses and shit. I found out that I found out that people with really bad anxiety are addicted to the Sims because it's like something you can control, you know? And it's like, yeah, I know. I <laughs> Read know. me, bitch. <laughs> I, you, me too. I, I'm obsessed with the Sims. Obsessed. And I was going to, I on my app that I do too, I was going to stream and do it, but I had to, like what you just said, I had to remind myself, like, you know what? This is something I do for fun and something mm -hmm. I do for a release. I shouldn't try to mix the two, you know, like. Yeah, I learned what games that I was like, yeah, let's let's play that because I'm I, I can play that and still have enough mental energy to like interact with the people. <laughs> um, and then there are other games where it's just like all consuming where I'm like, oh, this is like a really thick storyline that I have to be like invested in and <laughs> right. like, yeah. Right, right. Um, it's hard. It, it's definitely a, a balance for sure. And every every streamer and content creator is completely different with what they want to put forward. Because oh, I'll also randomly stream on YouTube, like someone- I like, was in your YouTube stream. Yeah, I remember yeah. someone had sent me um, this like box of hot sauces. Um, and I don't know if you watch the show Hot Ones uh, on YouTube, but it's like basically they interview a bunch of celebrities of course. and they're asking them questions about their career. And yeah, the, the hot sauce just gets hotter and hotter. So I basically did my own version of that on a stream or whatever. And um, it's wild the things that people request because that's a whole <laughs> nother style of streaming where the entire point is to be interacting with the audience the whole time that's those streams are the closest i think i get to what you do on live it 
Okay. Um, like in terms of like that intense, hi, I'm just here to interact with you. I have this stuff here that I'm going to play with, but like, I'm just here, you and I like, yeah. Um, and uh, me and my friend Zach have done that together uh, twice now. Uh, we did like some really disgusting like sodas like a so while So usually back. what you just put, you perform Maximilian? So um, like, on those you YouTube streams stream? that I'm talking. Like on those streams. On your Twitch streams too, you perform? Oh, the Twitch streams, uh, that's strictly usually just playing video games. Oh, like okay. doing a little up update of like what's happening with me professionally, like first and mentally. And then like we jump into video games for like, yeah, like an oh, hour okay, and a half. Cool. Um, and then every now and then I'll do like these specialty streams, which is what I was just referring oh, to. Oh, okay. The, okay. Uh, got YouTube. you. Got you. Yeah. Just like not really like a set time. It's just like, oh, when can I fit this in based on whatever this person sent, mm -hmm. sent me to my P.O. box? Highly recommend a P.O. box for you, by the way. Number one, you might just get like fun little free gifts. But also, I I opened a P.O. box with the, the intent of like, create my content for me. What do you want to see me do? Send me whatever you would like me to try or like, you know, play or sample or whatever. And I will do a stream specifically for that. Like, That's dope. you know, uh, but like it's dope. But then you get in the hot water. It becomes like fear factor, like crazy bullshit mm -hmm. that they and try to request. Like do you do you do anything like you have to pay me this amount and I'll do this or you just do it just out of the love? I did. I I'll just like throughout the stream I'm like dropping my little like coffee like k o f i dot com link. It's like a little just direct donation site. It goes directly to your PayPal. Um and um so I set that up and I dropped that link. But also like the thing that I was talking about it getting dicey. So like with people taking it like to a level where it's like oh you're you wanted me to do one specific thing for this amount of money great i managed to talk to one of my supporters that's live that's supporters that's like more of like a live or god oh my god one of my supporters that is more of like a ride or die sort of person and uh she was like you know what i want you to do i want you to take a shot glass and i want you to fill it up with that hottest hot sauce that you just had and i also want you to put it on a spoon with Vegemite what and Vegemite, Vegemite I don't know if any Vegemite is from Australia it's like a salt and yeast extract thing okay. it's like meant to be like a All spread right. I'm not it's I don't disgusting. give a fuck I'm not doing that I'm not throwing up I'm not gagging <laughs> for y'all I'm sorry See, like come on for me uh, for me I was just I snapped into business mode when that was even an option I was like I was like how much money are you gonna give me if I do that See, that's like, I, I was like, sure, you want me to do that? You want to get, like, literally, for me and Zach to both do that, she sent us 50 bucks each. And y'all both And I was did? like, we both did it. Yeah, we were like, all right, cool. It's going to be but gross. But you're white. We'll <laughs> <laughs> you're just inherently going to do stupider shit. Like, that's it's just like, like what's going to happen. Your body can handle different things. Trust me, I've seen it all. I've seen it all. Your body can handle different things, Maximilian. Something like that probably would have put my ass in the hospital. Oh my God. It's, I mean, it's not shit that I recommend. And like, again, that got dicey. There was like someone in my stream that was like doing it along with me oh and my was God. like, yeah. And I like, I never condone that shit. Like if anything, for any of the streams that I do in the future, I'm going to be like, never recreate what I do in these videos because it's dumb. And like, I'm doing the shit for money. You're not getting paid to do it. So don't do it. <laughs> like I was very blunt about it. I was like, I'm making money from this. Like, yeah. please don't don't do this for fun yeah. it's not fun that's what i feel like with um, my only fans like 
that's the only thing because I've been talking about this for a while. People who know me know I've been talking about this for a long time. But the only thing that would stop is because I am close to my family. And so like the teenage girls in my family, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, OK, what answer am I going to give them? Because it's so hypocritical because it's like I don't necessarily want my daughter doing the shit that I do. I don't necessarily want my little cousins being in the sex industry and putting themselves out there because I know I can handle it, but I just feel like I don't want to give them the wrong impression. I don't care about nobody else but them, you know? No, and that's like completely valid. Of course, yeah. like when you when it when it becomes about your family, that's when it becomes different, you know? Right. And like but but the thing is, especially just from my perspective, I'm not involved and I'm like, I'm not the one launching. No, tell fans. me. Yeah. Um, but like I, you know, it's it, I understand why you feel like that's an awkward scenario, because whatever you tell them could potentially be contradictory to what their parents are trying to raise them to believe and want. Them and to what do. I want for them and not to say that that sex work is bad or that OnlyFans is bad at all. I just mm -hmm. don't want it to start too early because I do think if you start that type of thing too early, it can be bad because you're not mature enough to be able to handle it, you know? And like you said, if you're eating hot sauce for $50, what you going to do when a man offers you $5,000? You know, like you, I, it's just, I don't know. It's, it gets tricky. Like you're, like you're talking about, like you think that's setting a precedent you know, or it's like, going to just, it's only going to invite more and weirder requests yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. To me with the sex work thing, it's like, again, that's, I, to me, you have to live your life. That's and like, period. if you think that that is <laughs> like contradictory to what, you know, you want to teach like younger girls, I think that there is a certain power. And this is me speaking as someone who's younger and I feel like per possibly more progressive thinking than like probably the parents of these people that you're How talking about, about. Probably more than most people in the entire world, Maximilian. I mean, you are Maximilian. I just, to me, sex work is complete. And I know that you feel the exact same way. I'm not, I'm not like teaching you something yeah. here, but like sex work is completely valid. And it's something that almost every single person in this fucking world, Come with on. the exception of asexual people, Has participate in yep. secretly. All the time. All the time. Yep. And yep. we don't hear about that. We don't talk about it because it's taboo. And like they just hump on, like hop on whatever like porn sites they want to go right. on. These, and they, we do what whack they want. off, we get what we need, and then we shame, and then we say, oh, they shouldn't do that. <laughs> You're so right. You're so right. You're so it's right. happening anyway. Yeah. So why not allow these people <laughs> to feel empowered as opposed to shaming them? Yeah. And also, again, it's not a f like for some people, it is a last resort, but that's not everyone's story. Some people, God forbid, as people hear that's this, fine. some people love doing sex work and that is fucking <laughs> that is awesome yeah. for them. They have. And yeah. to me, I have a certain jealousy over watching these people that are able to be this open and this, this comfortable and this powerful in their own body. They have yeah. full ownership of that shit and they yeah. do not. They are happy to do this work and they are getting paid. Listen. Paid. <laughs> Like y'all can judge them all you Listen. want, but they are definitely making more money than, than us. And I'm about to go get me some. So I'm like, 
get These, get your bag yeah. however the fuck you want to and you don't and whatever you do with your life you, you can even you can keep that secret from those from your people like the girls that you are worried about like influencing i suppose or you can be open with them and be like you know you could be like the first glimpse into to, the mentality yeah of it being okay yeah, you know that's but true. also you don't want to get your ass chewed out by their parents it's, if they like gets, find out gets, you're the source of it that gets, it gets very 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 tricky maximilian because it, it even goes deeper at a young into, age it's hard to, it's tough it's tough like my you, you want to be able to introduce sister, them my little sister sorry. is 10 no you're fine mm -hmm. My little sister yeah. is 10. She, um, you know, she's in a foster care situation. So she already has a lot going on. So mm -hmm. I definitely, like, I want her to go to college. I want her to become a doctor or a lawyer. You know, like, I, and I know yeah, that sounds absolutely. bullshit. But, like, that's what no, I No, it's not bullshit. Like, I don't want her to be out here scrambling, sucking dick for $500, you know? Like See, but <laughs> the, th the thing is, Imani, to me, though, you are make you are choosing only fans no, and that's the thing it, it is always I'm, a choice i'm saying you know? but i'm old enough i feel like if, if she's 26 girl do your only fans do what the fuck you want that's, right, that's the course. only point i'm making but it's you're just talking that, about like someone who is 10 years old pro right, probably shouldn't and, be exposed to this to possibility she's on the internet too I, there's no way to hide it she's on the internet you feel me like yes that's the thing. She absolutely can blair and they know all my the baby the other day was singing and my booty getting bigger and I said, Mom, how does she know that song? Yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. My mom was like, she knows yeah. all of those songs. I'm like, fuck. You know, I was fucking, like, watching, like, the most, like, adult, like, cartoons and shit, like, Me at, like, too. nine, ten years old. It's like, as much as we want to shelter people from, it's like, perhaps, like, I know. They're gonna find it on their own. So why not have why not have be, them be guided by someone that they love and trust? You know, I know. Like, but again, if, if you're fucking ten years old, they shouldn't be learning about OnlyFans. Like, I totally fucking get that. There's <laughs> there's a level where you want to introduce it to them when it does feel like like a choice it. for them. Like it's like it, it is a it's a part of the world. It's not like the end all be all for like oh that should be my first job option. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a nuanced situation. I don't want to shame anyone that does sex work because again make your bag however you want Listen. it's your business and the end but again with family it's different <sighs> okay i want to know how old were you when you first sucked dick how old was i when I okay <laughs> I <laughs> oh god i was 14 with oh braces. my goodness <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you good like were you good at it I didn't cut their dick. That's about as good as you can be at 14, I think, with sucking dick with braces. You wow. don't cut them. You yeah. don't cut. <laughs> I think I first sucked dick with braces too. I was like 15, yeah. And I had braces. <laughs> 14 to 16. You know, I just, um, yep. Yep, it was in the woods, uh, like near my parents' oh, house. Yes. Uh, yeah, yes. it was in the woods. That was um, the Yeah, best I remember I went on like the a walk. Now that yeah, like, yeah, that was my high school life. The woods, fucking in the woods. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That just brought back so many memories when you said it. Because that was all we could be. We couldn't be in the house. So you had to no, be like, of course not. oh, let's meet up in these woods. And it's going down. Right, yeah. I'd be like, oh, we're going to go for a walk. <laughs> so did y'all talk about it previously? <laughs> like you knew you wanted to do it? I think it was just more of those, like, it was just... 
it wasn't like talked about it kind of just like gradually really? like it was just like a like we were just like yeah like kissing badly because we were 14 and like you know i just like after how much porn i was ingesting at that age <laughs> i just, just <laughs> i just assumed that the next step was i needed to get on my knees like i thought that that's just the natural progression of things so, okay, i was like oh god i've never done this before but like when sure. did you know you were gay like, <laughs> have you have you you knew your entire life not my entire life, no. Um, I I think that I hit a my first signs mm -hmm. of it were I think like fourth grade. Oh, okay. I oh, was, wow. okay. It was it was through like my very best friend at the time. His name was Ryan, and um, I just like yeah, I I I felt things in my body when I was around him and I you know I didn't have a I didn't have a term for that I didn't have like no right. it was like turned on but it's just like I felt like a sing around with him like there was something brewing you know and uh yeah and that was like one of my first pangs but then like the first time I like actually like kissed a dude and was like oh I might like this was in middle school actually i remember we were at a oh my god as fucking middle schoolers do uh, it was like i was in like seventh grade and i was this guy like named dalton and we were all like hanging out like that's a at, cute like, name fuck. dalton that's super he, cute <laughs> he was he cute is, he was was is the operative <laughs> operative word there girl she, he turned into one of those trump douchebags the cutest um, people in middle and high school are always the worst there, people now that's where they peaked and yeah yeah because oh, i was not cute at all <laughs> in middle school at all oh my god when i was in sixth grade at money i was 180 pounds with a bowl cut and can't. acne <laughs> It not was like I was cut. all in my stomach. Not a bowl cut. Not a bowl cut. Greasy forehead, else, glasses. Okay, everything else was out of your control, but y'all ain't have to do the bowl cut. That's what happens when you only get your hair cut at Great Clips. They're going to fuck it up. <laughs> They're going to fuck it up 70% of the time. They're going <laughs> to. So did your mom or your mom or your dad used to take you to Great Clips? I just think that was like the default. Yeah, yeah it's like right. we didn't know any better. It's just like, yeah, this is a cheap haircut and all, <laughs> all of us can get our haircut here and like it may work, it may not. It'll eventually grow out to be like but looking also, at least normal. Yeah, hair is one of those things where it's like it grows. So it's like, how bad could it be, you know? I didn't start caring about going to a salon until like I graduated college and I was like, oh, there's a fucking difference between like yeah, a salon and a damn gray clips. Like they actually analyze like your head shape, how your hair grows and shit, make something very <laughs> flattering for you. But it's like with gray clips, it's like, oh, here's this like out of the box haircut <laughs> that I'm going to put on every damn person that I ever meet. Like, here you go. Enjoy. That'll be $15. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's done. Yeah. Yeah. That's and uh, yeah, yeah. Where were we? I got lost. Listen. Oh, <laughs> sucking dick. Sucking dick. Yes, sucking oh. dick. Anyway, I wasn't cute in middle school. Anyway, seventh grade, we're fucking hanging out at like one of my friend Jacob Good's like, like basement. And his like older brother bought us beer. And it was the whole, this whole fucking thing. He bought us beer. Y'all were young it as fuck. Y'all were wowing. He bought us beer, Imani. We all acted like we were drunk <laughs> off of drinking this beer. We all were like, oh my God. Like, ooh, I'm, I'm definitely feeling it. Like, are you feeling it? <laughs> That's that how it mother, is. That mother 
fucking brother walked in at like near the end of the night or whatever and i'll backtrack here but near the end of the night he walked in he was like hey uh by the way all of that, that was non-alcoholic beer and all of us were pretending like we were drunk thinking we had just had the real thing and we were living our lives it is amazing what the placebo effect will do his brother was playing a big old practical joke on all of us anyway at that party we played spin the bottle it happened to land on me and dalton and like at that time no one was even really talking about like same sex things you know it wasn't mm -hmm. like a oh that's gay or whatever it was right. literally just like this weird little tiny close-knit circle of friends that i had it was just it wasn't even a discussion right and then we like yeah it landed on him and, and we were just like <laughs> oh it's silly it's weird uh we won't and everyone was like no you gotta do it we're playing spin the bottle like we gotta kiss everyone blah, blah, blah. no one was like even thinking about like being discriminatory it was kind of a nice little first experience um and yeah we kissed and that was when when i when i kissed that man i was like this is it. You were like, this Ooh, is it. Yeah. I, and no, and no, I went straight into like psycho middle school, like headspace. I was like, I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> so you thought he was the this one. Is the, this is the one. This is the one. Oh, oh my God. Wow. Like, I feel so safe and secure around him. Like, oh my God. He makes my heart flutter. Like, just Not diving safe into and romance. Secure. <laughs> I, you know how dramatic and and desperate for like attention and like love yeah. we are at that age and yeah. shit like that. So like the yeah. littlest slivers he was giving me as a bisexual. And I put bisexual in quotes not to erase bisexual people. I just say he put that on knowing that he was actually straight and just experimenting to get attention. That's the oh. reason why I put bisexual in quotes. Bisexual oh, people okay. fully exist and are valid, but he was not one of them. He just wanted gay attention. Which is so is that does that, that is that uh, is that does that happen often do you think I think in my experience I've I've come across it a few times I think that all straight guys especially I want straight men to listen to this podcast want to listen to this right now oh that's who listens. I think yeah. you all I think you all in some way like some gay validation it's there's cer there's certain way it just makes you feel a certain way it's like oh that's cool. Like this person thinks I'm hot. Because and, like, it's a, it's no a, it's for a me to like reciprocate compliment. or whatever. It's a double it's compliment. A compliment from somebody yeah. of the same sex. It's a, it's super more of a compliment. Mm -hmm. I feel like for anybody, like if a girl tells yeah, me, I look and especially, good, I know I really look good. You know, guys say it all the time. Yeah, if a girl says it, I'm like, okay, I must be really looking good. You and know? we should normalize just throwing compliments just at your friends. Yeah, I mean, even if you're completely straight, just like boosting people up and just being like, "Oh yeah, but girls you look good, do man. it all the that, time." Girls I love that shirt. Like, yeah, yeah, you guys boost each other up constantly. We need more of that between men, gay, straight, whatever. Oh not... yeah, and that that's one thing I want to like break down a little bit. Like this, I hope that there are no people like listening that like have this concept of gay men, like especially when they give compliments, that there's like this predatory energy. Like I, that's something I really gay men actively don't want y'all. Y'all are disgusting. Like, all we're trying thing. to do is compliment your ass. We're trying my to be nice, is, and you think we're trying to go after your dick. Like, calm down. Y'all don't wash your asses. You don't wash your balls. You have no money. You treat people like shit. You're insecure as fuck. You have no confidence, self esteem at the ground. Why do y'all think that every gay man wants you? I'm dead ass. Damn, I don't need to say shit. <laughs> that was everything I was going to say. All right. Well, great, we can move on from that topic. No, because Fuck. the loudest men, <laughs> the loudest ones, the loudest, most homophobic ones are always the worst caliber of men. And I'm always like, nobody wants you. 
I promise you. And it's like, just like, just take good. the damn compliment and go. We're not, yeah. we're not fucking, yeah, we're but not here being like, oh, I'm going to seduce the straight guy. Like, Maximum, no, even no, if don't. you don't give a compliment, I'm talking about men that are, oh, he was looking at me. And so, you know, like those type that it's like, yo, take it as flattery. Damn. Mind your like, fucking business. How about nobody was looking at you because I'm looking at you and you're ugly as fuck. Yeah, have you ever stopped to think that we're 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 just admiring how damn ugly you are? <laughs> Period. We're just like, ooh, not cute. Like oh, you know, I'll be fed just, up with that shit. It's a, a, there's a sense of entitlement there. It's like, oh, like I know I look good, but like don't fucking say anything. Like oh, like this fucking macho testosterone bullshit. It's I'm like, the same the way out. what I said on a <laughs> previous episode. I've never heard a man say that they have average sex. Every man believes that they have the biggest dick and they believe that they fuck better than anybody in the world. I've never heard a man be like, Coming oh, from like someone who has who has encountered a big dick or two, that never means automatically <laughs> that you are good at sex. No, and I have yeah. many experiences to say otherwise, right. bitch. Right. I've, I've had some of the best sex in my life with fucking five inch dicks. Right. It's all right. about yeah, how yeah, yeah. you operate. That's it. Yeah. And how you communicate and respect your other person that you were having yeah. sex with. That, that's all it boils down to. I really, feel like that whole big dick thing is kind of like, it's not as popular as it used to be. Like real people that are really I having sex. I think gay sex, community, really, they still focus on it. I think a lot. <laughs> yeah. still like, si there's still some, there's a lot of size queens out there. No, they, it's, trust me, it's not <laughs> I'm glad that you made some time for me today, Maximilian. I really do miss you. God, I've had so much fun. This is, I've been good. dying for this. This is so good. And I miss you too. God, good. when the world comes back to normal, we're going to have to plan something. Oh, I got a fucking, I got a guest bedroom, girl. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Come I'm crash. dead ass just come and hang out with you. I miss you so much. Oh my God, yes. Bring, bring the blunts, baby. <laughs> 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 well, Maximilian, I want to break some of these terms down because absolutely a lot of it is new, and maybe it's not. Oh, new. of course. Okay, maybe I was about but to say new to, but new to people. Yeah, absolutely. To heterosexual people, it's very absolutely, new. and uh, and a lot of us are still learning. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. That th that's that's something I want to. Before we even get into that, all queer people care about is that you're making an effort you're like really trying to understand them. Like it, it's the people that fully discount these labels entirely and refuse to even try. That's what pisses us off really, I feel, in my experience. I got you, I So got it's you. just all about trying. No one's perfect. No one's ever gonna be perfect, especially when you're learning something brand new to you. Like that's that's a really, it's an unattainable expectation to put on someone is just to be perfect at this right off the bat. And I- Especially if you're not part of the community. And I'm I'm not a part of the community, but mm -hmm. I have a lot of people that I love that are. So I definitely feel like you're I, an ally. Yeah, and you I are definitely always an ally. want yeah. to. But I, I want to always be an ally because I had something happen to me and I want you to break it down. So I All search right. I searched the podcast name on Twitter to see like if people are talking about my podcast. Right. Mm -hmm. So I searched it and I saw this one girl. Um, she said, Lick the Rapper podcast is so funny. They are hilarious. And I love, like, I love their energy. Love and it. so I responded to her and I was like, I'm a, I'm she. Like, you don't have to call me they. Like, I'm a girl. She was referring to me as they. And then she mm -hmm. responded and said, well, you don't have your pronouns in your bio. And I said, but I'm a girl. You know, I responded to her. And like, 
it was something and that was i guess me being ignorant because when i did more research there she was trying to be respectful of me because that's I, yeah yeah that's definitely uh like I think especially in the public sp like spotlight, that is definitely like a newer thing. The concept of stating your pronouns in your bio and stuff like that. I like, promise that you, I've seen new. people do it, but I didn't really think, I knew what it meant. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. I didn't really like think like, oh, I should, should I put my pronouns in my bio? It is helpful, I think. So the reason why people want people to do this is because like you said, you have this view of like, so you you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like i identify as a female like right. i use she her pronouns like that is who i am completely right um there are many people that look as perhaps female presenting right. as you do that do not identify as such so when so it's trying to take the stigma of what you see meaning what you classify someone as because gotcha. lots of times those things don't match especially when it comes to trans people like right. they're on all types of spectrums whether they want to even have like gender confirmation surgery whether they want to take testosterone or estrogen whatever like side they are going to like it is it is entirely like on a spectrum and so it's it's it helps it helps people to like number one address you correctly right off the bat but also, yeah, it takes away that expectation of the looks matching how mm. someone identifies, I suppose. So it, it definitely, I think it's very helpful, especially for like straight allies to do it as well, because it also removes some of the stigma of it and makes it more palatable for, for people all across the community. Because if people that are within the straight community will do it, then they're going to respect it when they see it in queer spaces, like because they're going to understand the importance behind mm. it. And see, see, also, I was like, let me yeah. talk to my friend. I was really, like I said, and that was, and I feel like, like I said, like an ally, like I said, I'm not in the space, but I definitely respect, like if somebody said, hey, my pronouns, are they them? Bomb, you know what I'm saying? Like no right, problem. Yeah. But I didn't consider me having to say my pronouns as well. Right. I, I don't know why yeah. I didn't think that. It's not, I mean, it's not something that comes naturally. And again, like it's something right, that has been like right. newer for even for me as well, because I, I feel the same as you. I feel fully comfortable with like he, him, his pronouns. Like I feel fully like the term is cisgendered and as opposed to transgender. Um, and um, yeah, so like we're, we're fully comfortable within our like, you know, cisgenderedness. And like it's, yeah. it's it doesn't cross our minds because we don't have to, because most people will have that assumption of they look at us and they probably will throw those pronouns right out naturally right so yeah it just breaks down the expectation of the look versus how they actually identify and all that right. really takes especially if you have questions about people excuse me just ask right? <laughs> hey what are your pronouns yeah really yeah really just that it's it's that simple and yeah. let me tell you especially when you're talking to someone who is trans especially when you're talking to like really anyone within the lgbtq community like that question alone it starts off a relationship and a communication with them that says that you respect them enough to right to address them as who right, they right, identify right, as right right so, yeah it's it's a it's a it's an extra uh, effort of respect and validation for those people that don't typically get that respect and validation i had a homie um at the last amusement park i worked with and um <laughs> I want to make sure I say it right. He You're is good. a You're trans good. man. So mm -hmm. born a woman, now a mm -hmm. man. And um, yes. like the homie, like I fuck with him heavy. And one time we were going through security mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And security gonna stop him and say, are you a girl or a boy? And I Number one, why the fuck do you care? But then guess guess what security said after that? (laughs) Is your butt real or fake? (laughs) Asking me. You can't make this shit up. The level of dumbassery. At the same, ask ask my homie that question and then turn around and ask me that question. And I went and reported her ass. Yes, like I said, I'm caring when it comes is to your butt. Shit. What the fuck? That see, that goes to show how much publicly trans people are just not fucking talked about ever. And it's so funny because there's this whole documentary actually on Netflix called Disclosure that uh, goes into the history of like representation of trans people in cinema. <laughs> My cat came to say hi. Um, and uh, here, come down, baby, get down. Um, and, uh, yeah, it kind of dives into how much we've already been seeing representation of trans people throughout in our, our entire lives. And we just never really knew it. Um, and how kind of scarring and, um, responsible that, that sort of de- like depiction of trans people has been informing how we think of trans people. Yeah. There's been this new conversation coming out, especially when it comes to like, uh, cisgender, actors playing transgender roles and people like have this instant argument of being like oh well it's just acting but here's the problem with that yeah when you have a cisgender person going and playing a transgendered role what you are reinforcing to society is that trans people are pretending to be something else you are telling them that someone chooses to identify as this thing as opposed to just affirming who they already yeah, are yeah um and yeah and that's the big that's the big like ultimate I mean, dumbass conservative really argument find, is like it's just stupid that's this. dumb that's dumb that's dumb that's like putting a light-skinned woman in a dark-skinned woman's role like you have amazing actresses that actually fit are trans yeah criteria. Like, right absolutely that's the thing it'd be different if we chance. didn't have a wealth of people out there that are begging for those opportunities but like that's why shows like pose are so fucking important oh yeah and, have and you we still have star? a long way did you ever see star with um uh, was that Amaya with, uh, queen La- was that yeah, with queen it was queen latifah yeah and i didn't Amaya, watch it but i heard about it i think she won an award like when i say body that shit like as far as like being a trans woman playing a role, she was incredible. Tears, amazing, I so love good. Yeah, yeah, y'all got like, check we ha- We've got um, yeah, and Pose has been like such a huge milestone. I feel like for mainstream TV because it's the first time. Amazing. Like imagine, imagine that this is 2020. Well, during this time, like 2019, 2020, it's the first time that trans people have been able to create a show, write a show, direct a show write everything, cast all of the actors as trans, everything from the ground up is a trans experience written by trans people for trans people and for the education of people that are cisgendered. And I feel like it works too. Oh, it definitely, it started creating waves, but like we still have so much work to do because the performances that I saw on that show were like absolutely awards worthy and amazing and like just, I learned so much watching that right. show and like, it's just, 
and those people will are still getting completely overlooked at like award ceremonies. And oh, stuff fuck like that. the awards. You see, I may destroy you got fucking jibbed at the Golden Globe. <laughs> and World. James Corden in the fucking prom got a nomination. And also, here's how I know white supremacy exists. Emily in fucking Paris got a damn nomination for Golden Globes. Let me tell you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna speak on this because I, I feel like I can. That show, Imani, I watched the whole season of that show, Emily in Paris, and I hated every fucking second of it. But I kept watching, thinking, oh, this will eventually get better. It never did. And the fucking main girl who's in it, the whole concept of that show is literally like this girl gets a job opportunity in Paris, moves to Paris, refuses to like actually learn the language (laughs) and fucking flails throughout (laughs) Paris in all these designer clothes and all the French people hate her. And any French people that have watched this show have fucking hated it. And it's like, she got a Golden Globe nomination. (laughs) And she's the most unlikable influencer type person who takes like the most mediocre of selfies. And then all of a sudden, like the the storyline goes like she takes a selfie and it's literally like, I'm talking selfie, like framing like this, like, like. (laughs) And she fucking gets overnight. She posts that selfie, goes throughout her day and wakes up the next day. And then all of a sudden she has like 10,000 followers from that selfie and all she tags is like hashtag like paradise hashtag paris like and that's it and then she just gets like ten thousand followers and i'm like right that is not believable yeah you can tell you can tell that a fucking like (laughs) gay man in his 60s wrote this show no awareness of how social media works no awareness of how unlikable this bitch is like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no offense to the actress playing her like maybe right. she was making a choice that whole time but i just that Not show choice, was everything but we didn't agree with the choice wrong. well i knew white supremacy existed when adele beat beyonce that year at the grammys that's when i yeah and adele is incredible i'm not about to say of course that. adele no is we incredible. got respect for adele yeah I love but me Beyonce. But it was that specific album too. And like as much as Beyonce did, she had a full visual for that album. Do you remember a video for every single song it was a fucking movie? How could I forget? Yeah, How Lemonade, I, like, Lemonade. And so like God. Beyonce, that's the one award that she has never won is album of the year. And she speaks about it all the time. She's never won that? She's n- Oh, a black. Fuck. I had um, no there's idea. Only, there's only been a couple of black people who have ever won that award, Maximilian. They give us the R&B hip hop awards, but they don't give us album of the year, song of the year, record. Taylor Swift and Adele, that's it. And now it's I like- I had no Ed idea Sheeran that Beyonce hadn't won at least once. No. This Not was her second once. time sitting there like- and she was crying so hard. She was pregnant with twins. I remember this shit like Maximian. I sat on my Wasn't couch. That same award show that she fucking performed, Love on Top, pregnant. No, no, that was, was that when she, when she first had got that pregnant. That was the VMAs. That was that oh, was that Blue was like Ivy. That was Blue Ivy. Right, yeah, that right, was right. years Never ago. Mind. This was Never the mind. twins. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. And yes, I sat on my couch and cried, Maximilian, like I lost the motherfucker. I cried and cried and cried. I was not, I was so sad. That is and trash. Like, that I is had no real idea. Love. Like, and then Adele went on there and started crying and was like, yo, like, 
I don't want this. Like, this is Beyonce. She was like, literally, Beyonce, do you want this? Like, like, I hate to say it, but that didn't make it better. It's like, it's shit is white supremacy. Like, this shit sucks. Like, you know, it's like Adele, you can say it all day, but that woman deserved that shit. Like, fuck. If if someone literally cops on on the fucking reward stage and it's like, uh, I didn't, and I, this belongs to, I, yeah. You know, like if someone is responding that way, like even they knew like, oh, I was not going to win this over Beyonce ever. Like it was like it was just an assumption. Did you, well, like, I don't know. Just Did like you me. Know much about I assumed that she had won. Macklemore. You know who. Oh, yeah. Remember when I, uh, you were saying that I'm going to pop some tags. Only got twenty dollars. in my pocket. <laughs> Please tell me you remember him singing that song. Oh, oh of course I do. Like That's why just... I'm making this face. <laughs> Good times. But Malcolm Moore oh went up God. against um, Kendrick Lamar. I don't know if you know who these people are, but oh, I know. Uh, yeah, oh, I know okay, cool. Lamar is, yeah. And that his Kendrick Lamar's first album for us was like revolutionary. You know what I'm saying? Like the best shit ever. And Malcolm Moore beat him at the Grammys, and then sent a text to him saying like, "I'm sorry, dude. Like you should have won." Like, what the fuck is does going that make on? It, does that make it better? Like, should they just be quiet and accept their award? Is that like, do you think that'd be better? Like to I not think reach Adele out. Adele did it the right way. Adele did it. Like she had to. You know, like she did. I'm glad she Because everyone at that award show was like, oh. But you I wish but would have <laughs> would have what would have taken it over the top if she had said this is white supremacy. Cause that's the issue. We it's like we 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 hint at it. We hint, I don't know why, why Beyonce is amazing. This belongs to you. This no, I wish Adele would have went up there and said, y'all are racist as fuck and y'all know it, Grammys. Like, if you're really, you know, like, how far are we really going to go? Because at the end of the day, Adele took her Grammy and went to fuck home and went to sleep. Let's be clear. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's you know? fucking, um, there's, it's especially award shows too. It's like, it seems like the only people that ever vote for those things, like actually have like votes for that are like, old white people yeah oh yeah so it's like there's no way that they're going to understand like the like impact of like someone like beyonce or someone like kendrick lamar or like someone like fucking like sizza if sizza does not get fucking nominated this next year oh, i is incredible oh will scream and she's so good everything she's put out has been insane dude um, i've had good days on repeat ever no, that since song it's come is out special. i, I, I was watched just reading, that shit they said she worked on that song for three years i was just reading incredible. something about that song she uh she is incredible she's i mean the no, singing like the production she uh she you actually like uh, on that song control you're talking about that's one with uh, drew barrymore on it right yes or, yes that, yes yes i loved that album that was like yeah. the, she had the that album was very much like ultimate like getting ready to go out or just like yeah. sitting at the house and smoking blunt sort of music yeah. like she has the best like sort of vibes and shit like that good days is when i like it took my respect for her to a whole new level because like i was like oh you also can get like ultra fucking emotionally vulnerable and like really talk about your mental health and shit like that especially during this time like man and also another reason like i got attached to it is uh she one of the producers on that track is jacob collier and that dude is like a savant when it comes to music he can play so many instruments yeah he is just amazing jacob collier if y'all want to look him up he he did a collab with jojo actually that's one of my favorite songs oh like, jojo's incredible ever. too she is incredible the industry fucked her up 
She came back though. She's she's doing well now. That's she really good. she got that new ma- album out. She's been performing quite a bit. She's I know she had a tour that she was gonna do, but fucking Corona. Yeah, Corona is definitely in the fucking way. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm glad we had we are over the place because I wanted to talk about pronouns, but I feel like that kind of no. Back, you're continuing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Because yeah. I feel like pronouns, when it yeah, comes sure. to um. Like okay, straight pre- people pretty know pre- pe- mm, people pretty much know what that is. Gay, I feel like people know what that is. That makes sense. Okay, same sex, bisexual mm-hmm. people can understand that. But it's like it's uh, some terms that even I'm like, okay, what is that? So like asexual, you explained that to me months ago. I don't even know if you remember. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And to give people a refresher here, asexual. Yeah. Just it does not mean that you are devoid of like attraction to people. It's just that you don't feel like having sex. Yeah, I mean it really is <laughs> right? that simple. Like, yeah. And here's the thing. Here's another thing though. Asexuals are not are not monoliths. Like it's not if you are asexual, you have no sex. It's that like you will be in a relationship perhaps with someone that does enjoy sex, and you will do it for their sake. But you personally do not get much out of it. Like you are doing it for them, you know, that is how they do it. And again, everyone's like the term, there's like the term gray within the ace right. community, which right. like says like, yeah, there's like, it's a spectrum of like, I, you know, I like sex very rarely or like, I don't like sex at all. Or like, there are very certain people that make me not feel asexual. Like, but overall as a general rule, like it's, there are some people that's like, yeah, it's just like, they just straight up do not could you be with somebody that's asexual if they were willing to have sex if that makes sense yeah i I don't know if i could deal with someone who was like we never had sex ever that that i don't know if i could do that because i am a very sexual person what if they what if they allowed you to have sex with other people but they want you. But they want to be. That's a whole nother talk, baby. That's what we talking about, <laughs> fucking uh, polyamory and shit. Right. Um. Uh. I don't know. I. I right. feel like I. I explored for a little bit. You really want a partner, bit. but you really want a like a partner. Yeah, I explored. I had like a little three month fling with this guy that was like open, and like I actually was the one that branched out within that time period to see what it was like, and it was like. It was cool. I guess there was a part of it that was like liberating for me. And I was like, oh, cool. Like at any point, like if I find someone cute, like at a bar or like <laughs> something like that, them. like, yeah, right. And like you flirt and, you know, not and like go dance with them. Like even right. like, it, you know, if I'm like with that person, blah, 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 like, you know, just like. It's very much like a getting that attention from other people, but then going home with that the main person, you know? Yeah. Um, but it was not something that once I experienced it, I was like, oh, I've unlocked something in my mind. This is what I've been wanting forever. I was just like, oh, cool. We'll 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 try this and see how we feel about it. And uh, ever since then, I've been like, nah, I kind of just want one person. Like, I just want like if if the connection is good enough, one should be enough, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there are so many different colors of people out there. You know, that was yes, one of the short films that oh, I did. Oh, you know that, don't you? You know about them colors. <laughs> them colors. <laughs> Wait, oh, God. Oh, you, uh, now I know where you're at. <laughs> one thing for sure, y'all, if Maximilian does not discriminate, okay? Y'all Simply will not, not. ever Why be would able, I, y'all will not ever be able to say 
that why you would you limit say that. your experiences like Can't that like there that. is a world of people out there that are so beautiful of, of all people. different colors what it's the fuck so many people, people are so hot in this world yeah. why the fuck would i want to just like go fuck a carbon copy of myself that's <laughs> so boring like that's not but you know what do i get funny? out of that i feel like that's me like i want to fuck a carbon copy of myself like but i that's literally okay. that's just you even when we talk about a threesome babe's like so what type of girl do you want and i'm like if i could clone myself like that would be <laughs> you also have self-confidence for days though you're like i know i'm hot as fuck bitch like, <laughs> like I and i love, love that about you that is so funny that is hilarious no yeah i mean everyone's different for sure exactly. i just yeah yeah <laughs> we can go more in depth yes but... <laughs> we have been on here for i my cheeks are hurting I've been oh my god so hard we have oh been God, on here too. for an hour and a motherfucking half. This is so long, but oh, I you've got I so like much. There's so content. much more to talk about. Um, but oh I'm yeah. Oh my God. You. We could it be here for Saturday. hours. Yes. Oh, um, I mean, I, I'm more. I more think we should wrap up just because I don't want you to have to edit through like two <laughs> two plus hours of, of shit. So it we was can so stop good. Here for but sure. before before we go, I do want you to promote um your film and promote your Patreon and promote everything oh you got going and tell people Man. you know what you got going on. Okay. Well, yeah, my name is Maximilian Koger. You can find me at Maximilian Koger on all platforms. Basically, I got Twitter, Instagram, don't add me on Facebook. I've got, <laughs> um, I have a Patreon page uh, that you can sign up for $3 gets you access to ask me anything. $15. And this is every this is per month $15 gets you a song choice where I will sing you a small snippet of a cover that you want me to Period. sing any song you'd like uh, every month. And uh, then $25 is you get a video chat with me that's usually in my experience about 30 45 minutes long so you can talk to me about anything to do with acting anything to do with like singing anything to do with like films that i've been a part of uh detroit evolution's been the biggest one that has like yes. gotten me the platform that i feel congratulations yeah. <laughs> by the way on your success yeah. oh um, my god detroit evolution just hit a million views i saw it yeah. i think i hit you up yeah I'm yeah you did you were like what the fuck that's amazing yeah yeah um, that's amazing so congratulations really fucking happy wow. about that thank you um so yeah that, that's kind of what i'm doing right now i just finished a movie called the radcliffs it's kind of like a horror film that i've seen won't be some photos though okay okay are you yeah. excited i'm very excited it's a role that i haven't really had a chance to play on on camera yet and i think it'll be a lot of fun he's definitely a, he's very hateable but he's he's fun he's a, he's a lot of fun i'm to play. so excited i'm so happy um, for you yeah yeah, I'm super excited about it too. Yeah, that's called the Radcliffe. So your resume is popping, huh? We're, we're slowly but surely. Period. I still have another foyer I want to get into with voiceover and shit. But like, you know, we're we're working every day and we audition in every day and hoping for the best because that's all we can do. That so is all yeah, we those can do. those are kind of uh, the places you can follow me. Uh, if you ever just want to support me, just like directly, I have a coffee page. It's k o f i dot com slash maximilian coger. Um, yeah all of us so artists are struggling so one of those pages coffee page yeah absolutely it's literally you just set up set up your page like you set up a paypal account that it goes to and like anyone can go through it they if they donate in like three dollar increments because it's supposed to be like for a cup of coffee blah 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 like that's what a coffee is you know um so yeah 
yeah it's a cute little site yeah and anyone can set it up you like you can post like photos like you could do like behind the scenes things that people don't typically typically get to see on other platforms like you know oh, you can man. put whatever you want There's on so it but really platforms, it's just forms though it's that it's so exhausting <laughs> to learn about all of them bitch like <laughs> all of them uh, yeah i can't yeah it's a lot yeah. i was checking out twitch because i don't know i like mm -hmm. twitch twitch is just a little more popular um, it is. It's very popular right now, for yeah. sure. Yeah. 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 Oh, like right. I, said, I stream on Twitch too. Yeah. <laughs> on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Like, I do. Do I Among have Us. the capacity? You know, it's like it, it, like it's a lot. So we'll it's, see. Yeah, you already doing so much, especially with Live It and this podcast. And I know, trying to but make I your need fucking all music. the money. Like, I need all so the money going though. on. I need the money. You feel me? Shower me in money, bitch. Shower me. I oh no yeah I know how enticing that dollar bill is baby I will do everything in my power for it everything fuck my mental health I want bills oh. <laughs> Facts. no nah, we got to find a balance there though slowly but surely we'll see we'll see we'll see well live it acting right if live it stop acting right then hey we're gonna have to call them people <laughs> you're gonna get that bag regardless the bag, <laughs> these lights are gonna be on you feel me always going to be on absolutely you feel me we do what we have like to do. if i gotta suck some dick for the lights to be on they gonna be on be let's be clear and suck that dick with all the vigor you want baby you suck Not the <laughs> i vigor. will be here cheering you on you suck all that dick baby whatever you need so to get those weak. lights on <laughs> Thank you so much, Maximilian, for coming. I'm going to have course, all everything tagged. I love you so much. I love you. I can't wait to come back already. <laughs> I want to come see you. Like, I love, we should plan something. Like, I'll get a COVID test. Fuck it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Let's get, te yeah, tests and stuff like that. I've got a guest bedroom, little air Period. mattress. It's actually, it's actually comfortable, I promise. <laughs> so, yeah, Is we will definitely figure something out. Is there anything fun to do in Asheville right now? I mean, mostly it's like you go out to a restaurant and then you do whatever the fuck you want at your house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it'll probably be a lot of us like going out and to dinner and like come back home, watching some movies, watching whatever. And I guess, definitely yeah. smoking so much. Pot. Definitely <laughs> Wait, do you want me to X? Do you want me to take that stuff out? Remember last time you were the like, pot Don't stuff? No, I mean, it, it just keep this little segment I'm about to say. And I. It is funny to me that I am even thinking about the fact that you might have to censor me talking about pot out because to me, pot is medicine and pot is something that does not ever get in the way of me as a professional. It is not something I, that I agree. Maxine, you told me last time to, to you were like, oh, I don't want to talk about smoking. And I'm like, no problem. You said that. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I've oh. just ever since then <laughs> I've just like up. not felt no, I've just I've I've felt differently about it. Like I, I yeah. feel less shame about it. Like I feel like we're also like four years away from it being like completely legal My anyway. State so it's just like, legalized it. Virginia legalized it yesterday. Legal. Legal. Oh my God. Like recreational? Like you can have weed in front of a cop smoking it and they just sit there and talk to you. Insane. That is amazing. See, and that's what's <laughs> going to happen everywhere. Right. And like, and it's like, here's the thing I want to make very clear, though, about pot smoking. It's like you and I don't get high before we perform. We don't get Facts. high before like we like are like needed in a professional capacity. Anything Facts. like we know when and where to do it. Like we're Facts. not going to let that interfere with as soon our success. as we get off that stage. <laughs> 
But for relaxation and us minding our own damn business and our time off, like, yeah, let's do whatever the fuck we want. How many months do you think gas smoked on that little ass balcony in Charlotte? I, there is no, no number high enough in this world, baby. We were those blunt blowing. those blunts tasted special because they were infused with our tears. We were, <laughs> we were miserable. Every time we got back from those jobs, my ankles were bleeding and I had those blunts in my hand just like, oh, thank God. Because that's the thing. It's for a med it, it is strictly medicinal for me. I have like if I were to go to a doctor and be like, hi, prescribe this to me. And they'd be like, well, why should I do that? I just pull out a parchment and that shit would just hit the floor and be like, pick one pick any of these we got depression we got anxiety we got insomnia we got chronic pain yeah (laughs) so yeah that's how i feel about it now and uh i think that like it's not something to be like looked down upon you know no it's it's what people do in their free time and we don't uh we don't we're not less professional for doing it in our off time we are still Period. clearly with uh, our lights still be, still being on we are clearly doing, doing everything right. that we can do so mind your business Absolutely. like you said <laughs> amen there we go <laughs> all right um, boo. well you have an amazing day thank you so much for coming on thank you i can't wait to hear this is gonna be so much fun yes it's gonna be a great episode i love it love you I love you too. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Okay, the mama had a swag like mine. She even wear a herd on her back like mine. I make her feel right when it's wrong like mine. Man, she never had a love like mine. But man, I ain't never seen an ass like her. That pussy in my mouth had me lost for words. So I told her back it up like burp, burp. And I made that ass jump like jerk. Jerk. Yeah. And that's when she, 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 she licked me like a lollipop.